welcome to the Hey <laughs> Show. This is a show that is for is about BJJ. This be, this should be a show for experts. No, and we're not the experts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a show about BJJ or grappling in MMA that has a panel of experts. But the experts shouldn't watch this because the people who should watch it are like that person that commented that said that none of us know what we're talking about. That was the joke. It's not wrong. We kind of fucked up though. That's all right. That's our whole gig. Yeah, it's all right. All right, so uh, today is a mailbag episode, and also simultaneously, I'm paying off a, uh, a debt where I'm playing Mario for two hours or beating it, whichever one comes first. And um, so I did a mailbag episode, so I apologize. I'm going to have to read the questions, and then you guys go, and then you tell me, hey, we need another question, okay? I'll be playing <laughs> what Mario. if we all end up just watching him play Mario? Yeah. Before? Yeah. And it's just a. We'll just a, judge you all right, while so, you play Mario. <laughs> so. Especially um, Brandon, they could do it in seven minutes. We saw uh, we saw Makachev obviously win, and uh, he made a comment that hurt all of the Gracie schools in the world that their black belt should be taken away if Makachev could come in and kill you. But anyways, the question is, does Makachev have a point? I think so. And even better, we have an actual expert that weighed in on this. His name, I pulled out the best comments from it, is Craig Jones. So uh, basically, I'm just asking you guys if he has a point, but we'll first go to Craig Jones. Uh, does um, I think Makachev's grappling is superior to what a lot of traditional jiu-jitsu guys did because they don't know they don't know how to hold someone down. They have no idea how to do it. And then I'm going to skip past and go to some of the bigger parts. So we really got to reverse engineer what Makachev's doing, which is I've been trying to do on on talk. I don't understand that, man. And I'm trying to re- uh, teach these guys how to do it so I can practice doing it. Now, uh, we got to remember he's Australian, so it's not his first language. It's a joke. <laughs> I thought wow. somebody was going to... Ah. No, I thought he was going to say something like, what do they speak? <laughs> um, they speak Australian, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I honestly agree hey. with what, what Makachev says. A lot of say, uh, not people deserve to have that black belt taken away. <laughs> I kind of uh, agree with that. Time. I think I think what those guys are doing is sort of superior, uh, support sort of superior to what we've been doing for a long time because we built an entire sport around conceding bottom position. I'm not one of those guys that says we should grapple as if people are striking us, but I believe we should grapple as if the tough guy knows how to pass and pin. A lot of guys don't mind being on bottom because they've never rolled with a guy who knows how to pass guard or pin someone, so don't know how fatiguing and horrible that is. I mean, I heard this. I, I mean, I, I remember listening to this. And, again, it's, it's, I think it's too broad, essentially, because, like, it, it really goes down to, like, why are you training jiu-jitsu? You know, are you tra- – I mean, are you really – like, clearly if you have one of the best strikers that can hit you as hard as possible – Anything that you train is going to start to fail at that point. Yeah. You could be the best whatever martial artist in the world, and if you get in this position, you could kill the guy. Like, clearly, I can't remember his name. Who, who'd he hit? Who'd he, who'd he beat? Mark J- A. beat uh, Charles Oliveira. Yeah. So, who's incredible? Yes. The dude is incredible. But anybody that gets hit is going to start to fail at whatever you're good at. So, it's like, 
what are you training for? Are you training to be healthy? Are you training to be in good shape? Are you training for friendships? Are you training for, uh, you know, competition? Or are you really training to be at the 1% of the population, in which case, no matter what martial art you train and get a black belt in, once you add getting hit in the head a, a m tremendous amount of times, doesn't really matter how good you are anymore. Yeah, you're going to freaking beat them. So I, I just, I, I don't, I do agree that there's a sh lot of shitty black belts and there's a lot of free promotions in any art. Mm -hmm. Taekwondo's watered down, jiu-jitsu's getting watered down in some areas. No matter what you do in life, unfortunately, some are going to hold a standard and some are going to water it down. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I don't know. Like, it's tough to say. I mean, yeah, clearly some people should lose their black belts, but some people aren't getting their black belts for the same reason to be where he was. I also yeah. think he's, you know, one of the biggest outliers you could possibly pick for this, too. Like, he's got to be one of the the best grapplers there is, period. Oliveira? No. No. He's not Makhachev. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, I, I think he just has attributes that other people don't have. Like, Charles Oliveira is also one of the best grapplers that there is, probably. And Islam... He had him in, like, a, I think it was an arm triangle, and the second that he passed, he tapped. And I think to have Charles Oliveira, a guy who's got the most submissions in UFC history, he's obviously a credentialed black belt, mm -hmm. to make him tap that fast, the instant you pass from side from mount to side control, I feel like that guy's got to have, like, a squeeze where he could just yeah. pop the head off of a fucking dinosaur or something. Well, and it, it, it's not jiu-jitsu anymore, right? Like, you're getting a black belt in jiu-jitsu, <clears throat> but I don't necessarily think the cage is jiu-jitsu anymore. Right. I mean, that it's, technique it's was, uh, well, I know, but I'm saying it's almost like a hybrid now, right? Like you can't just train jiu-jitsu anymore and go into the cage. You can't just train boxing anymore and go in the cage. You can't just train wrestling and go into the cage. It's almost like if you want to make the top now, you have to have this hybrid of a mixture of all of it. And that should almost be its own belt. Yeah. If you want to be at the top. I mean, yeah. I mean, because you got to have this weird wrestling, weird countering, countering, weird striking yeah. mixture of everything and together that it could actually be. It's kind of funny. This this will come back, but I train UFC, mm -hmm. right? Like it's almost today, like it's becoming that. You yeah, you have to train. You, you have, have to, be to train. MMA black belt. You know, and be really versatile at all these weird things. You don't have to know every escape, and you don't have to know every submission. You don't have to know every strike, and you don't have to every kick. But there's like... You have to know the functionality of a lot And um, Khabib, it's almost like he's creating this new era mm -hmm. of if you have the style, it's guaranteed to win. Yeah. It's creating monsters. Yeah. And it's... How well is that going to... And, and it depends on the rule set. Like, if you, like you said, if you're in the cage, yes, that is going to be the most dominant. But if you put him in an IBJJF, is, is he going to be able to... Um, use what he knows and win an IBJJF. Yeah, could he win the black belt world at that, all? That would be like, and, and of course, Maybe. you know, then the argument's going to be like, if he doesn't, it's like, well, that's because your guys' rules are stupid. I, maybe, but that's what the rules are, you know, and just like um, if we were to go and do a Sambo, like we, we might be able to do okay because we know some gi grips, we know some judo eat stuff a little bit. We know a little bit of wrestling. We'd probably do okay in the Samba tournament, but we won't win just by knowing jiu-jitsu. Like, you definitely won't win the black belt. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you might win a blue belt, or I don't know what their belting system is. Right. It's it's um, it's such a different thing. You can't say... I, I don't know if I agree that, you, you know, it's like... 
I think you just have to take away what it is. It's not. It's not. They are a jujitsu black belt, but maybe they are a sport jujitsu black belt. Which and there's is, not belts in the cage. Right. There's not belts in the cage. You could have five black belts, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be the best. Right. So yeah, like, what's it matter jujitsu. whether you have a black belt or not? Yeah. And we talk I mean, about all the time. MMA math is is bullshit. So therefore, your credentials going into a cage match are bullshit. Like, it doesn't matter. You can have a purple belt tap out of black belt. It, it, and it could be not just his style, right? You could have a someone come in. Like, we could have Tristan take on a black belt. Like, if, like let's say um, if, if Tristan was going up against someone that has a black belt, but they don't have the wrestling that he's got and he goes in, you know, and he wins, does that mean that, you know, that guy that – isn't a black belt or isn't that a black Tristan belt, is a right. black belt. Well, right. no. Exactly. Just means the mix-ups. I mean, obviously, so, if you put Islam in there with Gordon, pretty right. sure I could tell right. you what the outcome's going to be. Correct. Right. So. And, and, you know, then you're going to... But gonna if you make it an MMA match... I could yeah. also tell you what the yeah. outcome's probably going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, well... That doesn't make Gordon not a black, a black belt. belt. Exactly. Right. And, and <laughs> you know, of course, you know, Gordon's a rough example there because of the size difference, but... You but I think if you put Craig Jones yes. in with Islam and, and yeah. switch MMA, yeah, who wins? But I don't know. It's not Islam. Who is it? Is yeah, it Islam? It is, Islam. Okay. Uh, MMA, Islam probably wins 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu, Craig Jones probably wins, I would assume. Yeah. I just think... And I think that's a, that would be an interesting match. I would yeah. kind of like to see. I think what will set this up is how does... Because um, Volkanovski is supposed to get the next fight. And Vulcan, Craig Jones is, is Volkanovski's jiu-jitsu coach for the most, you know, basically. I just, so that would be kind of entertaining watching Michael. <laughs> I also just kind of think that Habib and all those guys, that Dagestani style, they're training jiu-jitsu to beat MMA guys. Correct. While, you know, Gordon Ryan and us, we're, we're training jiu-jitsu to be jiu-jitsu people. Right. So yeah. it's just a little different. Well, they've learned how to negate all of this and have one style that works to kind yeah. of control the it cage correctly. It neutralizes you. Yes. It just shuts you down from being able to do almost anything. And that's a whole different art in itself. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's it's not an one art anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's its own thing almost. Yeah. And a lot of it does play into what you said earlier. It's that quote from Mike Tyson, like, everybody's got a plan until you get hit in the face. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would like, like to really say that his style is the only is the better grappling style is if you made that a grappling match just to see how what that outcome would have been in a pure grappling match now he probably still would have won but it would have been you know it would have been a lot harder it would have been like a more well fought match i believe or charles too he got beat on the feet then yes. he got tapped yeah. so i mean he just kind of annihilated oh. i was like how did you die like you were doing I'm fine. actually trying to play slow and then he ran out of time oh i was so time. confused <laughs> okay speaking that next? we are ready for the yeah. next question what's Great. <laughs> Don't run uh, out of time. It's actually, um, my brain was like dying inside when we were doing the live show because you've answered a couple questions already, but that's okay. <laughs> I've just accepted it now. Um, it's okay. Is it rude to ask uh, for specific rolling from a higher belt? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And like that's, if on Thursday, if some kid came Go back to last week's episode. Like, <laughs> or two weeks go ago. Go back yeah. to the live show. I, I just think no. I don't think it is. I think if someone came up to me and said, I'd like to try this position, I'd mm-hmm. be... 100% fine with it. Yeah, and, and that's and that's like a, the higher belt thing like that that's even more that's even more the person Those are the to people ask. Who want to. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz exactly. they're they're the people that are even more like, "Oh, yes, yes, I would love that. This would be a great <laughs> restaurant. Thank you, sir." I think <laughs> you should never be afraid to ask someone to roll. Mm-hmm. But I think you should also never be upset to not get to roll with that person. Right. Yeah. Sure. 
okay, like Toby. Right. You know, he's asked me to roll, and in my mind, okay, yeah, like, I don't get a restaurant with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. With Isaac, I almost get an, a restaurant because sure. we're the same size. Yeah. Um, but with somebody that's athletic and 240 pounds, mm-hmm. my back has been acting up. I've had a lot of stomach issues the last two weeks. I don't want to have to scramble and twist yeah. with, with yeah. someone like that. So for me to say no to him, I don't want him to feel disrespected or that I don't like him or I don't care right. about um, helping him. Mm-hmm. But I'm also to the point in my life that I gotta think about longevity. Of but we're we're also talking about specifics. So if to, like we'll use Toby as an example again. If he came up and said, "Hey, Chad, can we work side control?" Yeah, is that disrespectful? As to you? long as you get to be on top. Well, no, <laughs> not not even that. Just as long as you understand, because like he grabbed a leg and he did really good the other day when I rolled with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're coming up, you know, are you putting your weight all the way down on that leg to force the sweep? Because my leg's not going to take 240 pounds of pressure. Right. You know, like I don't even know what the pressure would be when a 240-pound man that's athletic is driving into you. Mm -hmm. But it's got to be ridiculous. Uh, You know, I have to think about – you don't have to think about those things. You're not thinking about a 140-pound man somehow magically blowing your back out or blowing your neck out. Like those things never cross your mind. But I have to think about them constantly. I'm holding this man down, and if he just strengths me over and my legs get stuck under me Mm – like I'm blowing my knees out, yeah. and so it's it's definitely something that I don't think anyone should ever be disrespected for saying no. But I don't think anyone should ever but yeah, be afraid I mean, to ask yeah. someone to train for specific rolling. I don't think that's disrespectful at all. Yeah, that's and, a, yeah. It's, I agree. It's just communication. Yep. And men do great at that. What's next? We're ready for the next. <laughs> one. Uh, what promotion ritual do you want to start at your gym? This mm. is basically just for running. Yeah, knives. Knives. Knives oh. when you get a new belt. Cool All knives. belts? Yeah, and I, I would say, like, if, when you get your blue belt, you, you, have, you do the blue belt test, you get your blue belt, and you get this cool blue-handled knife. Yes, and you get a purple one, a brown one, and then a black one. So you're doing it? Uh, how many knives do I got to get? A lot, it sounds like. Well, not yet. Right now, it'd be easy. Now, if you get Moeekwa or whatever academy you're running up to 300 students, it's going to oh, be a nightmare. Man. For me, it's a little bit rougher, but it's yeah. not that bad yet. For me, what it's still manageable. Kids? You getting kids knives too? Oh, for yeah. sure. Okay. Oh, I mean, we're already giving them katanas and naga. Why not? Dude, I want one of those katana nagas so bad. <laughs> Don't. That's not worth it. I want it. I mean, I like the knife idea. I like it. it I, I think that's a, it's a, it's such a cool thing because it's like a... Uh, I don't know. It, it's like it's I, gave, I gave you tools to fight. Now here's a little extra in case you need it. Even if you could get their name somehow engraved sure. on or something special. Yeah. Uh, I and, mean. Yeah, it, but you're right. When we're talking, you that many people. That's a that's a lot um, of money. We're I don't know what you're. I mean, twenty dollars, thirty dollars a knife. I don't the know. Person that asked that question on um, the fan thing that I still shit from. Um, he was saying that at their gym they have a, and I laugh instantly when I hear it, that they have a um, they have a ceremony where all of the black belts get to do their favorite takedown on the person getting promoted. Oh, that sounds awful in our gym. Yeah, because I mean, no one wants Chad to. Could you imagine in Mount Vernon after you get that? <laughs> TikTok that. <laughs> Yes, well sir. Played. <laughs> <laughs> and I will guard pull my ass off. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Shit, I forgot everything. <laughs> yeah, go on the next one. I won. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the... How, I had something. Promotion. What, what's oh, a cool promotion idea? I like the promotions that we're doing now where like, I'm trying to get everyone at the end of the year to do a Christmas party and promotion day and each person that's kind of higher up as an instructor teach something. Yeah, I like that too. That's kinda, a cool thing. I kind of think that's going to be neat. Like, Especially you'll teach something for five minutes, people. I'll teach something for five minutes, blah, 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 throughout the whole thing. I think that's kind of a special thing that allows the students to endear maybe a little bit to the instructors. Yeah. So let's say we have 100 people there, 200 people there. Someone see, sees you teach something, right? Mm -hmm. You teach judo or you teach a top thing or whatever and Whatever the case is, these other three schools that have students there say, I, I like how Ronnie taught. I like what mm -hmm. Ronnie showed. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to make the trip to Mawequa mm -hmm. and bond a little bit more yeah. um, and get a little bit more peace. And we're going to grow a little bit more as a, as a huge group that that never happened before. Yeah, and, yeah. and, that's, and that's the case everywhere Like I, when we did that. And it was funny, the last time we did that is... Um, Tommy showed something, and the thing I wanted to show literally came like it was step two of what Tommy showed, and it just so happened to be there. Yeah. It was it, it's a cool thing when you realize that oh yeah, we are all definitely under the same umbrella because all of our ideas are very similar. So that is pretty cool. But you also get those weird things like I never would have thought to do that. That's pretty neat. I'm gonna steal that now. But I always thought dog tags would be cool. Yeah. For promotions yeah like have your name and your academy maybe like if we have 20 schools one day to have what school you are to have your name to have your rank and then you get that knife and you cross out the white and then you get blue yeah. and, and then you there you go it combines <laughs> together and finishes each other <laughs> and then you got some cat on your lap yeah that's the ultimate promotion <laughs> all right <laughs> how, do you, how do you learn to quit going hard as you can on everything and start rolling for longevity and to get better this question came from somebody that was rolling at a gym where um, they were basically fighting for their lives every time they rolled. It, you got to find out within yourself why you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, it it's like... On, and if it, if it helps, um, in their scenario, it was basically like that they were, um, that's how they were taught. How do you reprogram your brain? Yes. Yeah. So basically, if if you realize that man, you're getting you're doing good, Michael. Every, every no, I'm not at all. Every I'm roll you do slowly is hard. Fuck. <laughs> if so, every roll you do is hard, then you know that you know you're, you're, and especially if you can tell that you're not progressing, that's the time where you either one need to it's time to look for a new gym, or two start really communicating like, hey, I'm you're going really hard on me and I'm not learning anything. Can we back up a little bit? Can we do a little bit of positional stuff? Can you help me with this thing right here? It, but once, if you are always fighting as hard as you can all the time, it is really hard to um, realize that that's just not how you learn if that's the only way you've done it. So I, it is a very hard thing to reprogram. But the best thing to, for anyone to do, whether you are in one of those gyms or not, is go to different gyms and see how they do things, and then you can learn, like, oh, hey, this gym does it this way. I like that. Or you go to this gym, it's like, this gym does it this way. I hate that. Yeah. I'm happy where I am. <laughs> I never want to come back here. here. Sorry. Exactly? Yeah, I'm okay. watching my book. <laughs> uh, Jiu-Jitsu is the hardest thing, I think, 
the the whole idea of mixed martial arts in general is really hard to figure out. Yeah. And it's almost a luck thing. Mm. It's almost like you have to luck in to the right location, that's, the right place, and the true. right thing. That is kind of true. Um, the environment, because the people. you could start, and I'm not going to name schools, which I probably normally would, but you know, I mean, growth, a, <laughs> personal growth. Uh, you know, you think about if you start at one school and it doesn't offer you what you want, but you're stuck there because they've trained your mind to believe mm-hmm. that that's the only choice or the only option, you know, compared to walking into B-team school or, I, you know, whatever the case is, where that's like, okay, this is exciting and I feel like I can go anywhere I want mm-hmm. or I feel like this is the end of the road. There's nothing more. It, it really sucks. I don't, I mean, to me it would be, and it depends where you live. Mm-hmm. What if you live in Effingham and there's nothing, right. you know? And it's like you had to build. I mean, think about if you think about if you wanted to get into jiu-jitsu ten years ago in Effingham. Oh yeah. You only had one choice, mm-hmm. and that one choice was very basic nogi jiu-jitsu with striking. And mm-hmm. I mean, now it's like you actually kind of have some choices, but it's still pretty limited. Like, what yeah. if you don't want to train under us? Yeah. You know, or there's you don't want to train under the other one or two possible kind of people that are trying to grow, like. You don't have, like, what if you want to be a Gracie Baja student and you just want to show up and do what their curriculum is, mm-hmm. hang out with this group of people and go home? Yeah. Well, you don't get that option unless you move to St. Louis or Indianapolis or. Right. Um, so it's, you know, you, you have to go in and train at 10, 20 different gyms if you even have that option. Yeah. And then, okay, I like these people the most. I like this style the most. Mm-hmm. I like this direction the most. Yeah, you, you got to be willing to travel um, to, to um, or once you've traveled and found someone, then you talk to them and then you just make your own gym. I don't know anyone that's ever done that in here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but again, even under our associations, look at it, just our five or six gyms, mm-hmm. it's completely different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Mawikwa completely runs a little bit different. I mean, I would feel like they're a little bit more MMA and nogi focused, yeah. you know? Um, I think Terre Haute's kind of more MMA and uh, nogi focused. Mm-hmm. Effingham's probably like kind of right in the middle right now. Yeah. Um, Matt Toon's probably more gi focused. They're definitely, I don't feel like MMA focused at all. Right. I mean, even though they have an MMA pedigree, yeah. I feel like it's almost more of like a jiu-jitsu thing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and then we won't get in the other gyms. But... <laughs> Because <laughs> we're doing positivity today. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay. You get that Can we get to the, the fun questions now? Yeah, let's get to the fun ones. Who is the person at Thanksgiving you want to do jujitsu on the most? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was um, that was actually stolen. That uh, oh. I saw that on a post. All right. So this, um, Ch- Brandon, are you good with just sitting back and let Chad deal out his daddy issues? Yeah, let's hear <laughs> My dad, first of all, my dad doesn't even show up to Thanksgiving. Oh, so. oh Ronnie, come on. So but sad. I did have Thanksgiving with my mom and my stepdad this year. That was nice. We drove over there. Lucy absolutely loves hanging out with Grammy, so, and I told Grandpa that he needs to step up his game in life. He wants to compete with Grammy. He's not going to watch this anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't know who I would beat up at Thanksgiving because I didn't really hate anyone. Yeah, I don't know either, honestly. I mean, I definitely don't want to fight. Probably one of my sisters. <laughs> Will you pull her hair? Sure. <laughs> 
I'm so thankful. Now I'm going to do what I'm thankful for Thanksgiving. That Chad didn't say anything about Brandon's sisters. Oh. I'm just very thankful for that. Were you going to tap out my sister? Oh, Brandon brought her back up. <laughs> Brandon is the antagonist. <laughs> it's the circle back. Yeah. All right. Brandon's um, picking a new role. What? Um, so two jokes in a row. Oh. I, sometimes I try to work that in where it's one joke or two jokes. It's, it's two jokes. What, cele- back what celebrity do you suck up to the most on Facebook <laughs> about jiu-jitsu? Hmm. Mario Lopez? Is that the answer? Is <laughs> that the answer? I don't yes, talk to any celebrities on Facebook, so I, I guess even, i got to step my game Even up. when there's celebrities in the sport and they're there taking pictures, I don't even... Because <laughs> we were around there, like Craig Jones taking pictures, Nicky Rod taking pictures, and I'm like, I'm good. The one that you wanted the most, though, was for sure Craig Jones. Yeah. Well, the one I wanted the most is when we went to Extreme Couture and uh, oh, Roy yeah, Nelson was true. there. And yeah. I was like, I'm not, he's, he's busy. I'm not going to bother. Why? <laughs> why? And then, but here's, here's the reason why is because then um, Corey, uh, uh, Michael's daughter said, oh, I'll get that picture for you. And she was being all cocky about it. And I was like, oh, nice okay, man. let's go over there. Did you get it? No. He, was, he, he never acknowledged my existence. <laughs> and so I felt really hurt. Really? <laughs> She just punched him. Yeah, yeah, a great idea. <laughs> you yeah. would have acknowledged it then. <laughs> then you would have a story. Yeah, who flicked that piece of paper at me? <laughs> I think uh, you can hit him. <laughs> I could have. I got money on you. And I probably could have outran him, but that's not the point. <laughs> There's a whole gym. What's yours, Brandon? What was it again? I what guess? celebrity do you suck up to? Like no, I don't think I do. Not, any, not necessarily but... doesn't mean like talk to them. This means like you want to go. No, it, it so was I, just a joke. It was a complete joke that you say Mario Lopez. Yeah, so once really you said Mario Lopez, we could have Yeah, we could have just stopped after that. If I had to pick a couple, though, it would have been like Lex Friedman or oh something. I like him See that? You that guys just made podcast? me get... You died. No! I was doing good! <laughs> <sighs> You're still what? doing good. You still what celebrity do you... I don't know. I heard that one. <laughs> what is the biggest outlier in jiu-jitsu today? That was a serious question. Outlier? Yeah, Gordon Ryan. I, I put the word outlier in Chad there Hawkins? so Brandon could explain to you what the word outlier is. <laughs> that is, well that's, played. A, that's a shoot. That's a that's, shoot. That I, I definitely needed it. That one's legit. I mean, that's obviously Gordon Ryan. He's obviously the biggest outlier. I don't know who else is even an outlier. Um, if we're talking Jones technique, that's that's where I was going to. I was going to um, what it can. What can people start exploiting in jujitsu to be mm. a high level competitor? Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. That, that's Sambo, a tough one. Evidently. Yeah. The, the tough one with that one is is it's not like you can learn that real quick. That's something you have to work really damn hard on. It's not like like leg locks. You can get pretty damn decent at leg locks in, in probably two and or three months. That probably would have been the answer a couple of years ago that right. leg locks are kind of the outlier in jiu-jitsu. But yeah. now it's it's almost the main thing anymore. Yeah. It, it's now to the point where it's like closed guard and passing closed guard. Someone's going to have to tell John Danaher, why would you ignore 50% of the human body again? <laughs> yeah, the, top the other direction. Um, I know the biggest one right now, is, and it's the reason why they say Makachev is so good, is pins. Being yeah. able to pin hold someone, someone down. hold someone well, flat. The whole mount aspect and wrestling aspect yeah. is definitely the... I mean, everyone's admitted that right now. Yeah. That, like, it's switched from leg locks, and now it's just who can dominate by smashing, passing, and controlling. Yeah. I play devil's advocate. Yeah, sure. So um, in my kids' class, um, there is uh, a kid who learned to do takedowns from a wrestler, and they refused to change, um, like, cupping and stuff like that. 
like the re- the traditional wrestling ways to do like double leg and all that stuff. And so I asked a wrestler, I was like, so explain this to me. Why is this better than the way that Um, why is this better to do you know the cupping thing and he was like well it's only good if you want to drive your head through and then um you know dump them to the side and i said yeah but we don't want to do that because then you know we expose yeah we guillotine and he was like well then there is no answer so i always fight back and say that when we talk about wrestling though it always has to be hybridized well the reason that they cup i think behind the knees in wrestling is that it's illegal to lock your hands yeah that's and that's where i was going at with because that's better right that's why they make it illegal Mm -hmm. with the parent and the kid i was basically just making fun of that being like no we're not doing something because of rules because that's why you're doing it but so i tried to have a wrestler explain to me hey why would cupping be a better way to take someone down and they basically just I said, no, it's not a better way to take them down. So that's why whenever we say wrestling, I always like to say, yeah, but it has to be hybridized. It can't be just traditional wrestling. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Um, man, this is a quick, how far are we on? 30 minutes. 30 Jeez, minutes. this is good. What BJJ instructional would you burn if we still bought DVDs? Chad Hawkins. <laughs> Next question. Man. The first self-deprecating I, I set it up for you, knocked like it down, that. go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, the show's over. All other catchphrases, just throw them in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The show's Sign over, off. sadly enough, if we go to that. So we'll oh. wait for Ronnie. So we want to burn some instructional from the past? Yeah. yeah. Just which one would you just be like, just this is what, anything from Andre trash? <laughs> <laughs> the Andre Calvillo Library? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, I mean, that's the basically the I have an answer, actually. Trying to make friends. Brandon? Yes. I would burn the Mickey Rod How to Build the Perfect Jiu-Jitsu Biceps BJJ Fanatics Instructional. See? I wasn't hey, wrong. There we go. We found it. Because <laughs> what the fuck even is that? <sighs> Done. Uh, no, but if you really think about this, because you're talking about VHS, it's not instructionals. He's not on a VHS. Well, not VHS. DVDs. Yeah, DVDs. That's what I meant. Five year old. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Nicky Rod is on stream. He's not on DVDs technically. Right. So, so if think about and then I think about when I first started and I got some like those Eddie Bravo. What? Hold on. Sadly enough, that's incorrect. All that BJJ Fanatic stuff, you can still get a DVD. For I know, but you know what but I'm saying. Like you're talking about the old. No, I'm just saying like that was the premise. Like what BJJ but Fanatics video would you just burn? Like yeah. you're just like this. But it's got to be a BJJ Fanatics, no, or it's got to be in general, just an instructional. Because I have some, some bullshit yeah. from a long time ago. We could just get rid of Rubber Guard 101, right? Well, even it gets even worse than that. Oh. Like there's some really generic people that made DVDs back in the day. I, I need to find them. Because I bought the set on eBay or something, and it yeah. came with 10 DVDs in it, and the guy has no clue who he is. And they're so awful to watch. Yeah. But Tyler Gordon sent me a link the other day, and it was like the UFC in the 2000s, I think. And I want to say it was a Frank Mir match. Okay. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. But they're yelling, like, he's going to heel hook him, and it was clearly not a heel hook. And it's amazing to listen to the, the techniques back in the day that were not the right. It was like sh- clearly a straight ankle lock. Yeah. Like he has it like this in the foot and it's like yeah. sideways. There's no heel hook. There's no, and the guy even taps. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
one of the guy that Tristan lost to uh, up in Wisconsin. He, I remember watching. He had a fight where he won, and they said he won by heel hook, but it was a straight ankle lock. Yeah. And the announcers, and this was in uh, probably like 2019. The announcers said he won by a heel it's hook. A tough challenge. Don't I worry. Keep guiding him. You're his therapist for this. No, it's not fair if he helps me, so that's the reason why. It's hey, just he's doing everything help. right that I would have done so far. So. Except you would have won in seven minutes. Yeah, well, exactly. You know how many times it took me to actually complete it in seven minutes, though? There was a lot of lo- loses along the way. So uh, Losses. Yeah. Oh, 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 how the turns have tabled. <laughs> TikTok. Quit talking to me while I'm doing this. It, I just lost again. Or right. was it worth it? Yeah, I think it was, we can it was this the one out. Was <laughs> the joke was worth it. Out, yeah. That's it? Yeah. All right. We're continuing now. Thanks for coming. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> You gonna do the sign off? <laughs> you don't want your cat to see your penis? Don't let your cat see your penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>